Welcome to All the Extra Points with Max and AP. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you like the segment. Give us a like, share, and follow. Hello and welcome to All the Extra Points podcast, episode six, where we cover all the new topics in sports and anything else we feel like talking about. You got Max and AP. Thanks for joining us tonight. Please don't forget to like, share, and follow, and make sure you guys let us know what you think and comment. Max, how are we doing? Oh, we're doing good. How are you? How's your week going so far? You know, it's not bad doing some projects around the house and fun stuff and dealing with kids. Okay, but... Kelly's doing some projects around the house. Hey, <laughs> now. I can work my way around a good nail gun and a couple pieces of shiplap. So we're, we're doing okay, though. Um, nothing nothing too much going on. Just getting ready for the weekend. Got some good bourbon on the on the on the horizon which speaking of bourbon podcast pour of the week is going to be a shout out to we're going to start with a sample i got from old forester birthday bourbon 2016 and 97 proof which is delicious and then we're following it up with good old weller special reserve so you're not gonna plug your tiktok now i don't want to talk about that yet that's not important i'm not famous yet maybe one day nope Nope, bourbon pour of the week. Now we're gonna plug Aaron's TikTok. Go ahead. Let's go. Hey, you got if you guys want to shout me a little follow on there. If you guys are on there, um, we got bourbon and bow hunting. That's my that's my that's my ID. I don't even know what it's called on TikTok, but either way, have some fun with that. But we're we're just trying to you know make millions of money, millions of dollars on there. But no, it's just for fun. I'm just I'm just having fun on there with a few guys and a few a little group we got going on. It's pretty cool. So Max. What are we going to talk about this week? What are we talking about this week? Episode 6. Okay, we are going to touch on J.J. Watt and most of the NFL free agency in general. Uh, We're going to talk about my Los Angeles Lakers. We're going to start getting more ramped up into March Madness. Good teams this year, what's going on. Uh, We are going to briefly talk about the Mount Rushmore of coaches in the NFL from 2000 to 2020. Figure we touch on that before we get into NFL draft talk. Uh, we are going to actually start with a guy by the name of Tiger Woods. Oh boy, Mr. Tiger. So and after that, just so you guys know, a little special guest. I'll let you lead into that. Actually, before we start talking about Tiger, you got your shout out last week. I want to get mine out to good old good old Darren Day. D Day, thanks for listening every single week. It's been a pleasure. He actually, we're a day late on this, guys. We're on Thursday this week. Um, just too too crazy yesterday and got a few texts and comments from people wanting to know why we weren't posting yet. So excited for that. But Darren, thanks for reaching out and thanks for listening, buddy. Can't wait to get you on here sometime. All right. So we got we got about eight minutes till our guest comes on. Yeah. So Tiger. But we'll keep it a secret. So uh, for those of you that live underneath a rock, uh, Tiger Woods was in a car accident. And not that it was great news, but the only good news that came out of that was it was truly just an accident. No drug issues, no alcohol issues, just purely a car accident. You know, something the everyday man or woman does all the time. So it's all it was. But so as far as Tiger goes as a person. Well, hang on. I want to to interrupt you there, but I want to throw something in on that. The place he wrecked. Was a place where cars wreck every day, and it's one of the most fatal spots of accidents in California. Uh, if you're unfamiliar yep. with it, it's very easy to do, and there's actually like a ramp and gravel road, like a, a, a roadway to the side to try to help people from getting in these accidents. That's how bad. I was bad actually of wondering. I was actually wondering what that was when I was looking at some of the pictures. So yeah, so that that explains a little bit. I mean, obviously, first thing you think of Tiger. Oh God, not another incident. But this yep. was a true accident, and I mean, you gotta, you know, you gotta just, you know, it, it sucks, but you gotta hope he's gonna be okay. So probably around Masters time. So again, Tiger, the person, speedy recovery. Hope everything's good with, obviously, with his kids and his long-term girlfriend, who I think they're engaged, but they. They talked about briefly that they'll probably never get married, but that's personal life. But as far as Tiger Woods, the golfer goes, who knows until the next time we see him back on the course. A shattered ankle uh, in his right leg, fractured tibia in his left leg, mm-hmm. and he just had back surgery a few months ago. So when you get in a car car, car crash, obviously, oh, no, I broke my legs. That's not the only thing that happens. Your body goes through 
there's a reason they say the NFL, when you're watching it on the sideline, it sounds like a car crash because mm-hmm. your whole body just gets destroyed every play. So who knows about his back and when do you think we'll see him again? 2023, maybe? Jeez, uh, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Tiger's Tiger. But at some point, you know, he's he's in his, what, 43 now? Is that right? I mean, he's, uh, he's yeah, he's up there now. I mean, you got to think, like, I, will we see him back? I think we will. Will we see him back at the competitive level he needs to be? I don't know. I mean, this is no, – you're looking at a I, back I don't, fusion. I don't think so. No. I, I mean, I mean and it's hard for that coming out of my mouth because – I am one of the biggest fans of Tiger you will ever meet. Um, and I, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. But you look at the day and age of golf now and how hard it is to compete and how there's so many people that are good. So, yeah, it, uh, I mean, it's like I said, back fusion. And now you got, you know, these leg and ankle issues. And he's had knee issues. I mean, because of the, the way he swings. So you got to think for Tiger at that competitive level. Now he's also Tiger. That's like talking about LeBron. You know, he's going to come back. There's no doubt. He's going to be legit. And, I mean, I hope he does come back and, and prove everyone wrong because if there's anyone that can do it, it's Tiger Woods. Yeah, I just – someone uh, – well, first, Dan Patrick was talking about how, you know, it it had happened extremely close to a year after we lost Kobe. And two days ago – or yesterday was two twenty four twenty the day of the mm-hmm. uh, funeral for Kobe and Gianna Bryant. Um, like Dan Patrick said, he got a text message from one of the Danettes, Danettes and said, oh, no, oh, God, what's what's happened? Oh, Jesus. And it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, what's happened now? Like, what's the bad thing? And that that's what I was hoping, too. I said, oh, crap, what happened to Tiger? Well, can you imagine <clears throat> in about a year? Losing two of the most iconic athletes yeah. under uh, at an age where they weren't supposed to be gone, like I can't even wrap my no. head around that. So yeah, I mean, and just just uh, real real quick, can you? I mean, Tiger, we just had Tiger's forty three. LeBron's thirty six, almost thirty seven. That but to me is so shocking, though, when you look at that because he's thirty seven and has played four additional seasons total. Right, with but the playoff like, games that he played. Yeah, but I feel like Tiger has been around so much longer because of how long he has been so consistent. I know LeBron is consistent. He was on the, uh, what, Ed McMahon show when he was, what, six years old? Yeah, I mean, the fact that, I mean, like, I just remember seeing his poster when I was a little kid at my cousin's house. You know, like, I mean, just, it's insane to me. Like, and I just, I can't, like, that, when Tiger comes to an end in his career, that will be one of the hardest things for me to watch because, it truly will be the end of one of the greatest eras we've ever witnessed in, you know, a, in a, a dynasty style of a sport where, where one person can control it. So it's just like, it's just like when Jordan left the NBA, Yeah, not, not the Washington wizards, Michael Jordan, uh-huh. the Chicago bulls, Michael Jordan, it, it left a void and it wasn't totally filled until after Kobe won a couple titles with Shaq. And even after that, there was still, hey, where's the next Michael? Well, Kobe's the closest thing you're ever going to get to Michael Jordan again. LeBron is LeBron. He's a mixture between Magic Irving right. and also Magic Johnson. People and... don't just look at the players anymore either. They look at the politics side of it. So, And yep. LeBron's going to be hated by so many people because he is very out there in his views. Kobe and Michael weren't. You know, they yep. did what they did on the court and they kept quiet. I'm not, I'm not, and remind you, we don't talk politics on here. I am just saying out loud, you know, that's why people don't like LeBron is because he's such a voice for everybody. So, and that, that's, it's good for him and and it's good for a lot of people, but it's also bad for him in a way that people are going to hate him. Michael will never have that. Kobe will never have that. So, um, but I, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Like Kobe was the next thing on that, but um, Tiger, gosh, I mean, I hope, I hope we get to see him come back, but. Who knows? Um, I mean, just the way modern technology is, I think he'll be back. I just don't know if it'll be full strength. But and then he, leave it up to Tiger, man, because he, he can do it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope he comes back again. Um, some other news this past week. Uh, the Waynesville Lady Spartans, led by head coach Tim Gabbard and assistant coach Steve York, uh, 
he won his 606th game of his career. That puts him into the top 10 of wins in the state of Ohio in any division of girls basketball. Uh, they also play in the district championship this Saturday in Springfield, Ohio, and this will be their fifth straight district championship appearance. That's crazy. Five and just straight. so you guys know, Waynesville is not a big, huge powerhouse school. I know they don't play in like the biggest conference, but or, or division. But you got to think he has done so many good things there. I mean. Five straight in anything is unheard of. So, I mean, that shows to the coaching aspect of that. Yeah, he he has a great assistant in Coach York and a great JV coach in Coach Bricker. And uh, Coach York as an assistant, I think he now has 543 wins as an assistant to my dad. So that in itself is also crazy. I didn't know he was with your dad that long. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep, he joined him. Oh, he told me the other day. I think he said he joined him in '87, maybe even before that. But yeah, they've been together a long time. Been doing it. That's crazy. And, well, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for him, and um, hopefully, hopefully we get we get him on here. So that's that's kind of the plan right now. That that's going to be Max. I'll let you go ahead and and cover that part, so I don't take your take your spotlight there. What am I covering? It just who were who we like him bringing him on? Oh well, he's supposed to be on the podcast now. I, I haven't seen him join yet, but hopefully he gets on any second now, because now we're doing something that they call in the business of stalling. Yeah, well, he did. I looked at the message. He did read it at eight fifteen, but we should be able to get him on here in a second. Um, and, you know, it is a technology aspect. He just downloaded the app, so hopefully he can get it on. Um, but if not, we'll have to come back to that, but hopefully he gets on, but, um, we can, you know, just kinda... let's move on to my skidding Los Angeles Laker. Oh my gosh. What's put me in this? a great mood. Our Tar Heels lose last night. The Lakers have lost four in a row. There's zero timetable now for Anthony Davis's return. It was originally supposed to be four weeks. Now there's not one. I don't know what to do with myself. Dennis Schroeder got put on the COVID list, so he's missed the last three games. So we're down our starting point guard, down our all-star power forward slash center. All is not well. In well, you got DeMarcus Cousins probably coming in. So now, The news now the other day was that they're not going to pursue him. Why? I don't know. But hopefully they got something up their sleeve. And it's not – I mean, so I watched a couple of the games. Like, you guys are, you know – it was against bad teams, but, you know, you were in there. But then you look at last night, and it was a 25-point loss to the Jazz. Don't get me wrong, the Jazz are on a roll. But, I mean, I the thing is, is I expected LeBron to be competitive because of what he did with the Cavs. Because you look at the Cavs, you, and when Kyrie and Kevin Love were out, they would, he would still bring them to a win. But that shows you the difference in the Eastern Conference versus the Western Conference. Right. So the Western Conference, every year you have teams who are missing the mark, but they're only one or two games out of 500. They're out of that top eight. Then you go to the Eastern Conference, teams are getting in with losing records. It's kind of like the, you know, the NFC East of this year. They that like those teams shouldn't be in. So, I mean, and LeBron's definitely getting older, but he's still putting up 30 some NFC points. NFC East. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but so. But here's the thing. It's not like they're – oh, they're out of the playoff race. Oh, the the Lakers are the worst team in the NBA. No, it's not like that. It's just because how we talked about LeBron, everything is overinflated because it's him. And right. that's why it's such a big deal. Oh, my team lost four games. You know how many teams in the NBA have lost three games in a row this year? Probably almost everybody except the Jazz and the Clippers. And that's it. Lakers have lost four straight, five and five in their last ten. Yeah. Now you look at the Utah Jazz, all credit to them last night. Uh, good stat for them. So when you think of the Warriors, you think three-pointers, Splash Brothers from when they were on the top of their game. And, and now you have the Utah Jazz. They make – Six more threes per game than their opponent. So quick, quick math, six times three is 18. So 18 more points per game than their opponents. And I forgot they had Conley. 
I, I don't know why I forgot that. But it's because he was there last year, but he got hurt, and then he was late to the bubble. Conley so. got hurt. Whoa. Yeah. Right. Weird. He even got hurt at Ohio State, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was hurt basically the entire time. Um, he was with. Uh, wow. Where were? Oh, the the Grizzlies, and he was always hurt there. But no, I, I mean, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, the thing is, is this LeBron-led team, they're going to be fine. Um, and I mean, until you get to the playoffs, as long as they're in the playoffs, even if they're an eight seed, which they're not going to be, they're still be in the top four most likely. They'll be fine. Um, there's not a lot of wiggle room at the top. I mean, if you lose a couple games, you're going to fall pretty mm-hmm. far. But I mean, so right, I still have right now, right now it goes: Jazz, Clippers, Lakers, Suns. Blazers, Spurs, Nuggets, Warriors—that's crazy to me. But okay, but you—we haven't really talked about Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and the Phoenix Suns a whole lot, uh, just because Devin, they're not on—they're not on national TV. Well, and Devin Booker just got bullshitted out of a spot on the actual All Star team. Now he's in because he's a, he came in when Davis was out. But I mean, good lord. Yeah, but yeah, they're. I mean, they're. They. They. That's one of the franchises who kind of reminded me of the Timberwolves a few years back. Like they just weren't really doing anything for a long time, and mm-hmm. now they're finally getting it together. So a lot of good drafts, and DeAndre Ayton was a big question mark for a while. I mean, this year he's only averaging fourteen yeah. points a game, but he's still doing a lot. I mean, he's six foot eleven, you know, small forward, power forward, kind of Chris Bosh styley. Um, and he's finally getting his game together. That's the thing. These guys need time to develop, and if they get it, and they get guys like Devin Booker and Chris Paul, oh, my gosh. Like, they yeah, can you, easily go out there and play. Yeah, you bring in Chris Paul to build up the young guys and help be a coach on the floor. That's that's what you need in the NBA. You need, you need a, a guy that can control the game. You don't need a bunch of young guys like the Suns and Timberwolves have had the last few years that are just out there playing basketball. It's not mm-hmm. like that in the NBA. If you're not somewhat of a team, then it's just not going to happen for you. Right, right. So, and again, like we're we're not. I mean, I'm not trying to fall away from the Lakers, but I mean, you look at that. You look at the West. You look at the East. It's still a joke. I mean, the competition is is you know. But far what, what about your Brooklyn Nets and the fighting Kyrie Irvings? Winners of seven seven of the last ten. And Ooh. none, none of those wins or one win with Kevin Durant, who's been out with a strained hamstring. Yeah, I mean they're doing okay, but I mean <laughs> I also look at who they're playing. I mean, yeah, they beat the Clippers, they beat the Lakers without Anthony Davis, uh, but then the beat Kings the, beat the. I Suns. guess they beat the Suns too. Yeah, you're right. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. But they beat the Kings again. They beat the Warriors. I don't give the Warriors credit. They beat the Pacers. They, I mean, they're they're doing they're doing okay. But I'm still not going to sit here and say, oh, they're a championship contender. I still think they have to get through the 76ers who were hot. They still have to get through the Bucs. Um, and realistically, they have to get through the Celtics. I know that's a little crazy to say. I mean, the Celtics are, are, are having a, a, you know, a, a, a pretty under-the-radar year. But um, I think they'll end up coming back up to the top. And, but, I mean, 76ers and the Nets are definitely the two top in that – I'm sorry, and the Bucks are the two top, top in that division – um the bucks are you know they're not on their best i think they're like four and six or five and five their last 10 games so we'll see how they end up but um are the nets probably going to get to the eastern conference championship at least yes will they get to the finals i mean i would love to see them get to the finals so they can get beat they're not going to win the championship mark my words episode six 18 minutes and 45 second mark and the so, Brooklyn Nets will um, not February, be February twenty fifth. February twenty fifth. We're not even to the All Star break yet. You're saying that? Absolutely. I one hundred percent guarantee they will not win the championship. Then you the better you better hope my Los Angeles Lakers get healthy because I don't. I don't, see I don't care about them. Up. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, he has arrived. Oh, yeah. He is five minutes late or ten minutes late now. But hey, it took him a minute. He's on here. Tim, how we doing? Well, he's on. Uh-oh. See if he can talk. Yeah. Well, wonder if he can hear us. We'll we'll keep rolling here. Tim, text one of us. Oh, he's back off. Well, it was a good effort. We almost got there. Hey, he was on um, for a second. We'll keep, yeah, we'll keep rolling. Um, hopefully he gets back on in a second. But you know what the good news um, is though? We're getting this out of the way now. We're getting the kinks worked out. 
before before we get Nugent on or before we get Timmy Williams on or before we get any of your potential guests Brady. that we have. Um, yeah, I talked to Brady yesterday. He said he'll be on, he'll be on soon. Um, no, but I, listen, you're trying to tell me you think the Nets are better than the Jazz, Clippers, Lakers? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Clippers, I would Clippers put, yes. No, absolutely not. Zero chance. I think if Kawhi goes into that game, Kawhi could beat them single-handedly. He's not going to lose them. Well, Kawhi's, He's not. Kawhi's going to shut down Durant. Paul George. It doesn't matter. Paul George is now a yeah. better defender than he is an offensive threat, in my opinion. And he was he was going to be my next Kobe until broke his leg, won it out of Indiana, went to Oklahoma City. It's just a hot mess there. But I take I take those three teams easy. And honestly, I'm I'm even hard pressed not to take the 76ers over them because of the chemistry. I think the Nets are going to struggle struggle in the finals because if they start losing a couple games, Kyrie. their mentality will be horrible. Because and also I'm will I I want to see if they even get there healthy because Kyrie is such an injury bug. If not, he's out there you know complaining about something. But I mean that we'll see. I don't know, and I'm anxious for that. But I I definitely think. Whoever wins the Western Conference is going to win the finals. Now, the Jazz, this is you see this every year. You know, we've seen the Nuggets do it. We've seen the Jazz do it. Um, but we've seen a lot of teams do it where they kind of have the season where they start great. Also, another team who I think is better than them is the Portland Trailblazers, but I'm not going to go there. Um, Same dollar. I, I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of teams that could easily beat them in the, in, in the finals. And I don't think the Brooklyn Nets can do it just because you have three decent players. So, um, I, I think we, we're trying to get Tim back here. Tim, can you hear us? I mean, it says he's, well, he's connected again. I wonder if he can hear us. I don't know. Tim, text either me or Max if you can hear us, uh, just so we can get a, a feel for what's going I, on here. I texted but, him um, and say, told him he's connected. So see if he starts talking or can hear us. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I would be surprised. He's still on, um, but we'll keep. Like I said, we'll keep rolling until we hear him interrupt us. So Tim, if you hear us, then you can you can communicate with us. Let us know. And he's gone. Um, so, all right. Well, we're gonna keep going here. With uh, we're gonna move so on. So I wanna um, Max. I wanna talk you... about the breaking news that happened today. Ru- Russell Wilson Jr. the third. Out out of nowhere, and he does not demand a trade. Adam Schefter pointed that out. And refresh my – yeah, there were two tweets. Two tweets, one by Bleacher Report, or BR Gridiron, that had, that had Russell Wilson's camp broached a trade to the Dolphins, Jets, Saints, and Raiders. Okay, Schefter mm-hmm. comes back later and mentions the Saints, Raiders, Bears, and Jets. And I'm not sure why – Saints. I said Saints. Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, Cowboys, Bears. Saints, Raiders, Bears. Not Jets. With I don't understand why anyone wants to go to the Jets. Robert, like, come supposedly on. Robert Sala. We'll, we'll go there later. Robert Sala is. I mean, you get, you kind of get it when you watch 49ers games and you had Kyle Shanahan as the head coach slash offensive coordinator, and you had Robert Sala. When your D coordinator is on TV more than your head coach an offensive coordinator in the NFL. I mean, that just doesn't happen that often. So I think that's why yeah, I, the Jets keep getting brought up for now for Deshaun, Deshaun, Russell. Uh, I mean, Tua, I'm sure he'd be fine to go there if the Dolphins get three-team trade somehow. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to keep seeing what's going on. Tim, can you hear us? Ah, he keeps coming on and on. So I think but, um, I think I hear I see I him what's on. What's going to happen? He's going to have to go to his settings and turn on his microphone. Uh, well, if he can hear us, hopefully he can try that. But um, sorry, keep going, Russell Wilson. Um, so we briefly he, touched on. We, yeah, you have for three. We briefly touched on it last week, where you kind of missed it in episode four, and we brought it up in episode five. Now episode six, it's it's getting legs. Supposedly, according to Pro Football Talk, he had a meeting with Pete Carroll, new offensive coordinator, and this is direct from Wilson's camp. They shrugged off 
any idea he had for improving the offense. He said, yep, we're the coaches. We'll take care of it. Uh, we talked about this last week. Which is so weird because Pete Carroll's not that kind of coach. I don't, I don't get it. Unless he's just not wanting to – maybe there's been more butting heads than we think, and maybe maybe they're pissed off at how Russ handed the whole, handled the whole situation on uh, his interview the other day. But, I mean, it doesn't make sense for him to leave Seahawks. It definitely doesn't make sense for him to go to one of those other teams. I mean, the only team on that list that we just covered that makes sense for him to go to may be the Saints. I mean, I guess, yeah, the Bears are decent. The Raiders are, are decent. The Cowboys, no. But – I mean, I don't think any of those teams are that much better than the Seahawks. So make a few adjustments, make a few changes. But, I mean, if Russ is the guy, I mean, he's in win-now mode. Because he's – I mean, he's not old, but, I mean, he's pushing 30 now. So, I mean, he's – he's that's not – you know, he wants to win a few championships. He doesn't want to win another and be done. He wants to and, win multiple. And he also said he wants so, to play until he's 40, at least. So, yeah, and he can – oh, he can. Definitely. He doesn't want to get sacked Right, times, which is what though. we talked about last week. He complained about getting hit. We both talked about if he stays in Seattle, yeah. which now, who knows if that's happening. You don't want to piss off I can't imagine your offensive line. Anywhere. But so Aaron and I, being prepared for the podcast, uh, were texting each other, and I asked him a great question. And I thought it was a great question. Personally, we'll see what our listeners think. Aaron, if you are Deshaun Watson – and Russell Wilson Jr., the third, would you want to be traded first or second? I think, and, and so this is this is the difference in, you know, so you look at this conversation that we're having right now, and it's different than do you want your deal to get done first or do you want your deal to get done second? Because a lot of the times, if you want your deal to get done, you don't want to be first because of how the contracts go now. Everyone is overpaid. <laughs> Everyone is overpaid. So you want your deal, your deal to come second, especially if you're the better guy. In this aspect, I think you want to be traded first. Damn. Because we you want again. to go. I said we agree what? again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I think that because I think definitely want, not only do you want to go get, get to a place so you can learn the playbook, you can get familiar with your surroundings and, and know your players, but you also, you know, you want, you want to go out there and, and you want to be, at the team where you almost you get mm-hmm. to pick because you know if they have the same kind of teams on their list you want to go to the team you know with the best odds to win and if you can get to one of your top teams then why not now I also think Russ is not leaving so it doesn't matter Deshaun I think it's I wouldn't say it's a done deal but I think he's he's going to get somewhere somewhat soon but I, I don't think he, Russ is going anywhere, but absolutely, I think you want to be traded first in this scenario. It's not like being getting a deal because they both already have mm-hmm. their deals. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we warned everyone in episode one that Aaron and I agree on a lot of stuff. And if you're Russ and you're Deshaun, who Deshaun reminded everyone today with a tweet that said, loyalty is everything. Don't you ever forget it. And according to multiple reports, mm. you know, just this isn't reporting. This is people speculating and say from a source from the guy that lives next door to Deshaun Watson. Supposedly that had to do with Russell Wilson. Take it, take it with a grain of salt for the people that are saying that. But y- you look mm-hmm. at their organizations. You have Jack Easterby and Houston, who is a cancer to that whole environment, and you have Seattle, where Russ feels disrespected. So it's the same two kind of things. Um, I think so. Tim, can you hear us? Oh, you got to figure it out. Hey. I'll tell you what, this modern technology is something what? else. Oh, hey, we're going to take a break on NFL right great. now. Tim, how are we doing? Good, good. Max, right, I'll let you lead the way. Just for your information and all of our listeners' information. Uh, my dad has been on multiple radio shows, and most recently he was on a Facebook Live show that was airing every Wednesday until COVID happened. So not not my dad's first time doing a radio show or any type. First time doing a podcast, though, I think. So, I think this is a first. First time doing a podcast. So, Dad, we already talked about uh, career win number 606, and you're playing this Saturday at Springfield in the – Fifth straight district championship appearance. 
Yes, uh, we upset uh, West Liberty Salem. Some people called an upset. Uh, we beat them last year, so we went in that bracket figuring we can beat them again. And this week at 1.30 at Springfield, we play a Marymont team that's 16-5 and and uh, sectional champ out of Cincinnati. Let's go. That's awesome, Tim. I can't believe it. How's the uh, – how, how, how you, you never know this I mean, week? You know, you got a good feeling about it that the girls play hard. We can pull this one out. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I, I'm I personally, I mean, it's an honor for us to have you on here because of you know you, you everything Max is talking about every week. I mean, every time I sit back and I get chills <laughs> thinking about it. So I know I, I've met you, I've met you a few times at least, and I haven't had the honor of meeting you more than that, but. Um, I, I had a just kind of branching off on one of my my biggest things, my biggest questions I've always wanted to ask a coach like you who coaches high school. So for you know, because you you have to develop your players. So you're not a recruiter. So for not having a recruiting style like a college team, how hard is it for you to develop these players every year well, to be as consistent we're lucky to as have you a are? Very good feeder system in the elementary grades. We got good coaches in our youth programs. And uh, we develop them down there, and that's where it all starts. And we just bring them right through the program, and we've been lucky to have a lot of good players come through. That's awesome. See, I mean, this guy gives credit when it's due. That's what I love. That's, Max, I wish you did <laughs> yep, that not going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's awesome. Uh, Max, well, one thing you failed to mention was that West Liberty Salem was actually undefeated before – they beat them on Monday. Um, so, Dad, I told Aaron how you and Coach York have been together so long. What do you think has been the best thing to keep an assistant like him around for so long, and why has it worked for so long? I don't really know. We're just good friends. You know, he's been there 29 years, and we just both love coaching basketball, and he's always liked being an assistant coach, and it's always worked out well. He he does a lot of scouting, breaking down films, and doing the stuff I don't like to do. <laughs> Here, here's a good one for you, for you, Coach. If you had to choose your girls on the team or your it's horses, not a it's that, not a that's, there's what would it no be? question. Buffy, Buffy <laughs> is way up there. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome! I always tell Max I got to get our boys down to ride some horses. So, fun fact about me is I personally have never ridden a horse. Um, Thirty-two year old, never done it. Uh, almost sent it out at Yellowstone, but we we opted not to. Um, just had too much stuff going on. But um, yeah, you guys got a great place down there in Waynesville, and I pop down there once in a while. So I'm gonna have to stop. Did out Max with these boys tell here you soon that? See you guys. Buffy was that inside the gym at the pep assembly when we went to state a few years ago. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. I know I've been inside a gym. That is awesome. That is great. Yeah. So. We we have I don't want to tail off here, but we we're up in uh, I have property up in I'm sorry we have property up in Mount Vernon. Uh, Kelly's dad has it, and uh, we oh, live right yeah. by an Amish farm. And they have oh man, they have some great horses up there, and the boys just go crazy. Our middle child is a big horse guy. So for the listeners who don't know, uh, Tim, how, is that five. how many horses do you have right now? Yeah, so I mean he's got and 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 they take great care of them and. And Max just <laughs> fails to invite me, so I guess one day maybe I'll sure. just have to skip over him now that I got your number. Two. And my horse passed away. I don't. I, I retired from <laughs> riding, so. I know, Max. That stinks, but well, that's exciting. Well, we're happy to have you on here, Coach, and, and we're going to wish you nothing but luck. I think I think it's going to be a good one. And hey, Springfield's not that far of a drive, Max. I'll see what I got going on. Well, I don't know. Uh, Are they allowing uh, question for him? They're allowing a few. Uh, mostly, it's players that get the tickets. And yeah, it's up to them to to circulate them. That's what I thought. Well, I'll be listening. That's for sure because that'll be fun to fun to hear and 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 hopefully keep you coming on this podcast. Um, but Max, I, I'm I'm out of questions, but I'd I'd be happy. Tim, we got we got a lot of topics. Anything you want to help us cover? More than more than welcome. Well, you guys we got a lot of talk going with on here with the Russell Wilson and Watson. Uh, that'll be interesting where they go. But I would assume that uh, Watson's going to go to Miami, 
Wilson, hard to tell him where he ends up, and Ooh. two will end up at Houston. So there we go. Well, I like same, that. Same I question now that I asked Aaron. Then, if you're Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, who do you want to be traded first or second? Oh, it really don't matter if I, if I get my choice of where I want to go. If if I got a team picked out and I want to go to that team and that's where I want to go, I don't matter if it's first or second. Yeah. See, sure would yeah, be well, nice they, to have they our They both pick. got their pick. They can go about anywhere they want. Yeah, there are no trade cards. It's pretty much yeah. they get to pick where they're going to go. Right. <laughs> I just call them divas, but that's what I call them. But making too much money to be doing that. But, well, Tim, we appreciate just a little bit of time. And like I said, we want to have you on as any other time you want. We'd love to keep keep having you on and and get through this ride with you together. And congratulations on everything. I mean, over 600 wins well, is incredible. Well, thank you guys for having imagine. me on. It's been a pleasure. All right, we'll see you. All right, we'll talk to you soon, Tim. Guys, that was Tim Gabbard. That's Max's dad. I mean, can you imagine 600 wins in any form? I mean, come on. That's insane. Max, you got to just sit back and, and be proud yeah, of he's your old man there. Uh so one thing he never talks about is consistency. And like you said, you know, it's a smaller school like Waynesville. And we don't – it's not like we want to get into the private Christian schools that keep popping up all over Columbus and how their Division three just baffles me. Oh, look, a new, pri- new, pri- new private school. And Watch now yourself. We, now we have a Division three. Watch yourself. But, okay. <laughs> Hey, that's wherever it's gonna go. He's I'll, gonna go there. I'll cut it off. D3. <laughs> and Anderson and Graham. Well, Anderson and Graham might just eat the kids I mean, if they that, go against. Anderson but definitely will. But we'll see what happens. Oh, dude, you gotta see Graham. The kid's a monster. All he does is eat. But now that's I agree. I mean that, and that to me is the 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 most impressive thing your dad has done because I mean you look at you know his tenure. Has he ever not coached? Has he been pretty um, consistent as far as like games missed? No, I mean, like, has he always – did he ever take any no. time off, like uh, years off? No, never. So so girls basketball at Waynesville has been around for 44 years, and he's been the coach for 42 of them. I mean, come on. That's, that's insane. See, like, that stat right there, he has been the head coach of that organization for every <laughs> yeah. but two of the years. Yeah. I mean – that is nuts. I mean, talk about it. Talk about what's going to happen whenever he does decide to retire. Like that, 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 that franchise is going to miss him. But um, I, he's going to have his spot in the Hall of Fame. That's for damn sure. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited just to be have him on here. Like that, that got me a little jittery there. Just having not only our first guest, but I mean, Tim's the man. So I yep, was excited. Thanks for having thanks him for on. For letting him be the first guest. Um, sorry, Logan. We'll get you on. <laughs> Whenever he's not plowing roads, yeah, I guess got, he's not got right now anymore. Snow. But um, I know, I know. But we can, we can. Sorry, we can get back on topic here. I know we just kind of went off base a little talking there, uh, but well, well deserved off base because that man is a legend. Um, but we're speaking, still kind of speaking of legends. What, what Max? We're still talking. JJ, well, supposedly, supposedly has <laughs> five to six offers, highest. Highest ranging fifteen to sixteen million per season per season for two seasons. So, uh, yeah, no thanks. The Browns supposedly have not offered, and this is according to Diana Rossini of ESPN. Supposedly, the Browns have not offered, but I get it. There's this aura around him. It's JJ Watt, NFL Man of the Year, hundred hundred one point five sacks since he came in the league. But we ran down his injuries the last five years. The man's played one full season in the last five. And you're going to pay him $16 million? It's, I don't I, I don't see it. It's No. No, and, I mean, you got to look at overall. I mean, he had, you know, five sacks this year. And, I mean, you look at you look at what he has done and, you know, he – don't get me wrong. He's a three-time MVP. He's done great things. 
But this is this is what really hurt the market right now. So uh, about uh, and this is obviously last year. So um, Carl Nassib. If you guys heard of it, I don't know anyone has even heard of him, which even kind of proves my point. He played for the Browns. He got cut. Then he played for the Buccaneers, and then he moved on to the Raiders. He signed a contract last year for three years for $25 million. <clears throat> so what, $8.5 million a year, something like that? So you look at that. He had like two and a half sacks, 20-some tackles. He was okay. You think J.J. Watt's going to get anything less than that? Or even around that, Carl Nassib is a, a random dude. I mean, he's a, he's a he's a guy who puts his helmet on and goes to work every day. JJ Watt is JJ Watt. So you look at eight and a half million. So because I think last week I said I would be fine taking JJ Watt for six or seven million dollars a year. That's not going to happen. Not with Carl Nassib having a contract like that. He'll he won't see. He'll sign a contract probably for two year. If I had to guess, he'll be in the two yep. year twenty eight to thirty million dollar range, yep. which is. It's overpaying 100%. Unless he goes to the Packers and takes a hometown discount. No matter what, you're going to overpay for the name. And in my opinion, you have to pay for the position and what you're going to get rather than the name. So if the Browns don't I, – I bet you the Browns found out what he's asking and they said absolutely not, which I hope mm-hmm. they did because that would have been smart to do because there's no way J.J. Watt is worth 14 to $15 so, million dollars anymore. If you hear all, 14 to close. 16 – Somewhere in that range, that puts the Browns out, that puts the Steelers out, and if I remember uh, Chris Sims and Mike Poirier talking about cap space, I believe that puts the Packers out. So that 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 would leave the They're twenty over, and somebody that no one's talked about so far. Yeah, and. Do you have that? I have a guess. I have a so, good guess. It's funny you say that because the Packers, yeah, and well, the and it's funny because it doesn't put the Browns out. They Browns do, but that doesn't make sense for a team in like the NFL. To year. me, I... exactly. That's what I mean. But and, and to me, it makes me really happy that he's not going to come to Cleveland. And people are like, "Well, why wouldn't you want JJ Watt?" Yeah. Because we need so much more on defense. We need so much more. So go out and spend it on the right players. Don't spend half of your cap room per year on one guy. I mean, that's dumb. I mean, you got to think they have an entire NFL draft coming up where you're going to have to pay players. I know it's not as much, but you also need to go out and get other guys. And you and you're targeting as as a general management group, you're going to target other players. So, and the same for the Bengals. I know the Bengals don't have a ton of cap space. I'm sure they didn't have, you know, an outside shot because they're still in, you know, rebuild mode. But you look at them, like teams like that as well, like no one's going to want to go out and pay him unless they're a team. And the Bills, I mean, that's another one. Like, yeah, they need to fix their defense a little bit maybe, but I still think their secondary is where they need to fix. Not so their ready, defensive ready for my guess. So everything Packers, you said – Makes yeah, more sense to the team that I think is this fifteen million dollars a year, the Dallas Jones Cowboys. That makes sense to me. A lot of sense. He gets to stay in Texas. It makes a lot of sense. They're gonna pay him money for two years. Granted, he doesn't need the money from the last contract that he signed with the Texans, but it's a team that's gonna give him money. Uh-huh. He can go there and be the face of the defense because the last time I checked, you've got linebackers that are supposed to be top 10 guys in the league and aren't, and you have a defensive line that has a guy that was in jail for a while and then a guy that was suspended for two years, and you need someone to help rebuild your face of Dallas. I mean, if you think of Dallas Cowboys, who do you think of? Emmett Smith, Michael Irving, Troy Aikman. Last time I checked, they haven't been in the league for 15, 20 years. So, yeah, I, and and now you think of Dak and Zeke, and really mm-hmm. Zeke's a fit, somewhat phasing out because he can't do it without yep. Dak and vice versa. But I mean, you got to think that team in that division, that division alone, they could easily get, you know, to the playoffs. And we've talked about this in the past. The NFC is worse than the AFC. You have to get through Tom, which if he's still there, he's you know going to be the issue. 
But really, that's it. If you join one of the teams that are already there, a.k.a. the Packers, um, you know, the Saints are another one you could throw in that topic, um, and maybe the Seahawks, but those teams aren't going after him. And I, I, for me, the, the team that makes the most sense for him is the Packers because they still have A-Rod, and you sign him to a one- to two-year deal, so A-Rod's still there for one or two more years regardless, probably two at least. If you're So that makes more sense. If you're J.J. Watt, to go you, to it? No. you take two years, $30 million Dallas, one year, $8 million Green Bay. I mean, to me, you do because right. you want to win. If that's what you want to do, you take that. If, that, if, that, if that's what you're – yeah, and I think we're going to find yeah. out what J.J. Watt's all about. Because yeah, he don't, he don't he's made the money. money. It's he's got career, Reebok, he's uh, got Gatorade, he's, he's got, no, he's got made, Subway. He's, he's the highest paid defensive player currently, yeah. contract-wise, so he, in NFL history. He's made $90 million. And I'm sure what you just said, all those easy. endorsements, easily over 100 So money isn't – so what do you think, Max? His yeah. kids, kids, kids are taken care of? Like, the money isn't the thing. So, if he wants more money and he wants a shot at a Super Bowl, maybe he'll go to one of the teams you mentioned or I mentioned. If he wants to legitimately win a Super Bowl and that is his goal now is just to go to a championship, I think the Packers yeah. is the only bet because the Steelers is They don't it. even know if they have a quarterback. I mean, they're phasing out in that division. No. And they are 100% phasing it. And even if they do have a quarterback, you still have to get through Baltimore, Cleveland. Don't And forget, those two teams God, aren't messing around. Aaron, if you get through them, you got to go through Kansas City. The greatest quarterback in Bengals history, Joe Burrow. I swear. <laughs> You're throwing Boomer and Carson <laughs> out the window right now. No, not gone. Not, not really. It's a it's like a, gone. And, and Achilles Smith. Um, Achilles Smith. Achilles God, Smith. Talk about all time bust. But real quick. Real quick, something we haven't talked about. Do you know what happens this Sunday in Arizona? Yes. This Sunday in Arizona. The Cleveland baseball blank Indians. Are, are they the Indians? Play my Cincinnati Reds. First game of spring First training. game, baby. And they're the uh, – okay. as of right now, so we'll, we'll keep Indians. referring to them as the Indians until they are not. But I – I think they're actually – all the clothes is being – that's going out is called the Cleveland baseball yeah, team, and it, it drives me crazy. No um, but go ahead. Yeah, I just think it's crazy. I So, real quick, MLB update, because we'll start ramping up more once we get through the really long spring season training, and then we start into the really long regular season. But – so, I'll touch on my Reds really quick. So, I was looking – you know that how I keep talking about our – non-existent shortstop position. So our, our GM goes on 700 WLW and says, yeah, we're looking at Kyle Farmer there, uh, maybe Kyle Holder, you know, a couple guys that are utility guys to play shortstop. I go to the depth chart of the Cincinnati Reds, and we have the rookie, Jose Garcia, that we signed out of Cuba uh, two years ago as our starting shortstop as of right now. Now, every, everything I heard about him when we signed Ooh. him was, oh, that's a big, huge um, international signing. That's huge for the Reds to get a guy like that. Supposedly, he was great when he was playing in the Cuban Pro League, and now he's listed as our starting shortstop. So, fingers crossed there. Uh, we lost the Cy Young winner in the National League, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean – it's it's hard to even communicate yep. on baseball yet, in my opinion. Um, I mean, you got to let these guys try, and I, I'm not willing to phase out anybody. I know the, for example, the Pirates are already they have like the lowest percentage to make playoffs. <laughs> did in the did you see what like they put guessing the, the Orioles at zero? Well, oh, maybe it was the Orioles. What was it? They gave them zero. They gave them nothing. Shot. Oh, okay. That's a lowest. The Pirates, the Pirates was like, like point, point, yeah, no, zero, zero, one. The, that's just, I mean, come on. And the thing is, is like right. anybody can have a year, especially in baseball. 
So you get a few guys that have a good year before the season even starts. You just don't know. And the Reds, the same thing. We're kind of, Indians and Reds are kind of in the same boat. They don't really yeah. know where they're going to be. The Indians still have pitching. They lost their best player, um, which, oh, my gosh, we saw him in a Mets jersey for the first time this week, and it was heartbreaking. But, sorry, this is the 30-second match. And everyone's turned, turning every, down their everyone turned 30 down seconds to that. talk about Cleveland sports. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways – but well, yeah, I mean, baseball. Baseball is baseball. I can't wait to get back on on track with baseball. It's still a fun fun time to you watch. What, so, um, although I got YouTube same, TV, now I can't watch the game. You know much, what it but, is. You know what it is. Time to talk about. Yeah, that. I'm okay with it. It's time we start talking about <laughs> some March Madness and NCAA basketball. Yeah, and we'll cover this somewhat quickly because we're already at. At five zero fifty minutes, um, we 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 kind of took our time there for a little bit, um, but yeah, so, Max, go ahead and lead uh, the way. Terrible loss last night by our North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, well, but they didn't look good at all. So if you're real quick, we're going to talk about our Tar Heels. We warned everyone we will. If you're Roy Williams, you're looking for games to play. You're going to schedule a Marquette team that just got healthy. Injuries, COVID, everything a couple weeks ago. So they have their full roster pretty much missing one guy. And that's the game you're going to schedule when you're trying to build your resume to get into the tournament. I don't, I mean, thoughts? It's no. No, I mean, it sucks. It really does. And I mean, I don't, honestly, at this point, like I would be, it's one of those like, I would be okay not making a tournament at this point. Like, I just don't think kids are mentally prepared anymore. And, I mean, you got to also look at the – I mean, the teams – it is a weird year. I mean, any – I mean, the Big Ten is just stupid right now. I mean, stupid. They got – I mean, off the top of my head, Michigan, Ohio State, Illinois, Iowa. Yeah. Um, those are four teams that are projected to be at least one or two seeds. All I don't the, think anything lower. All now, there the are some big 10, games yeah. this week. Speaking of that, you're talking about the Iowa-Michigan yeah. game. Michigan currently up 75-56 to 56 on the Hawkeyes. I was going to ask what was happening because Michigan-Ohio was yeah, – wow, so they're blowing them out. Uh, oh, Whoa, so Iowa, Iowa's going to – Only Michigan's spot, second probably. game since coming back from their three-week-long COVID layoff. So that's, that's a huge, huge win. Yeah, yeah, and then Wisconsin's still up there, Purdue's still up there. The Big Ten is stacked. So, I mean, for the Char Hills, yeah, I mean, it is – the ACC uh, is just weird crazy. this year. I mean, you still got Virginia – I mean, what, is Virginia Tech? Virginia. Is that the best team? No, Virginia. But they've just lost the two in a row, yeah. I think. They lost um, two. Unfortunately, real quick, just yeah. to talk about it out, I'm going to speak really softly so maybe no one hears this. Uh, the Duke Blue Devils have won a few games in a row now and are looking a little bit better. So, but just just a quick question: Who beat Duke? That's, that's all that matters. Um, okay, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Especially in a year like this, we're not we're not, we know we're not we're we're, we're realistic. Yeah. We're not going to win the championship. So as long as we beat Duke and we're going to beat them again um, in a few weeks. But but when I fill out um, my bracket, I'm like, yeah. that's that's good matchup. We can win that. Oh crap! Oh, and then I look down at my bracket and I haven't won the championship. Yeah, I mean it was just never. I mean it really wasn't ever a game. I mean it may it was close at points, but Marquette ran the show. whole time. Closest. Closest so, we got it after five minutes in the game was eight points. That's it. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Have you have so, you had a chance to watch Gonzaga play this year? You know what? I haven't. I've only seen them on the. You know, I watch Sports Center every morning at five o'clock before I. You know, when I'm crying before my kids mm-hmm. wake up. Um, so and usually deciding if it's a bourbon or coffee morning. Um, usually it's coffee, but who knows. Um, I ha- I've only seen them on that. Um, but same thing about Baylor. Like I've s- only seen clips of them. But I mean, uh, two undefeated teams right now. That's whew, haven't heard of that in a while. Um, team to watch out for. That it, it's just happened that I've turned on the TV and seen them a bunch of times, and I like them. They're probably probably my third favorite team in college basketball because my first favorite team is North Carolina, and my second favorite team is any team that's playing Duke. But uh, my third favorite team. I, I I like West Virginia. I like Bob Huggins. I like their up tempo offense, up tempo defense. They've had some great. Uh, what are they calling it now? Sector one wins. 
however uh yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that i know it, yeah yeah and the tar heels yeah. are one and seven in our sector one or we'll we'll get up on the lingo for the rankings before the actual bracket comes out but yeah now i it's funny because like marsh madness didn't happen last year obviously which oh still hurts but you think of this year and you think of how the teams are kind of laid out and how the big, big, big teams aren't there like usual. And it's a lot of teams that like the Baylors, like the Gonzagas that are kind of running the show. If there is ever a year where a team can come out and just take you like a a random 12 or a 13 seed. Good luck filling out a bracket this year. I mean, good Lord. Especially, you know, the pandemic as usual. I mean, shit, we've lost. I mean, look at what all has happened. The Browns made the fucking playoffs. So they won a playoff game. I mean, they won a playoff game. Yeah. I mean, and they almost won another one. So, I mean, you look at that and that's, that's how Browns fans are. You know, we always look at the almost because that's what matters the most for us. But um, you look at everything. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? So, there's going to be some crazy things. We might see some a few Florida Gulf Coast or a few Cleveland States kind of come out and, and take everyone by surprise. So yeah. anxious to see that. And, yeah, it'll be a fun tournament. We're going to try to cover the tournament week by week. This week was just a recap of, you know, hey, we're going to start talking about it. Here's a few things we're going to touch on. Um, next week we'll really kind of dive in um, since we're kind of running up on almost an hour here so. Move on to our next topic, Max. Uh, since we have my dad on and we're wrapping up the regular season of the, of the NFL, all the coaches are hired. Since we had, uh, again, since we had a coach, my father, who's in the top 10 wins in the state of Ohio for any division of girls basketball, we figured we would do our Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches only in the last 20 years. So not ever. Yeah, two two thousand two thousand to two thousand four. Yep. yep. So, so, what, Max? Did you go first or I go first? Well, time? we usually have a trivia question for each other. Okay, here, here. I don't. I got I, one for you. you do you have one? Because I don't. We'll make yeah. it. We'll make it easy. Who is Russell Wilson okay. Junior. the third's wife? Sierra. Okay, you get the first pick. She's like one of my favorite people. Of the, all the way the way yeah. you said it was wow. like, I can't believe you didn't think I would know that. <laughs> I mean, I only watched their Instagram video of them dancing several times. Cue Mike Pisani. He's going to love that because just, just make oh sure Kelly gosh, turns off the podcast at 56 minutes, but it's fine. I will. I will. Uh, I'll actually ask Kelly if she's even listening. She's not a big sports person. But all right. So for me, um, I'll take the first pick and I'm going to go with someone pretty obvious, I believe, in my opinion. Um, but it's probably not someone that you would think of like off the top of your head as, oh my gosh, he has to be. Um, but I'm going to go with Andy Reid. Nope. Makes sense. And uh, yeah, I'm going with Andy Reid in my top, in my remind you guys, this is a no order whatsoever. Um, I'm going with him strictly because of what he has done, not only recently, but overall, I mean, when he was with the Eagles, just insanely, you know, successful, made it to a lot of championships games, never made it past that. Uh, him and Donovan McNabb never, you know, they never hit that next level. Um, he did have a losing postseason record. I think he might even still have a losing postseason record, but he's been there quite a few times. Close now. Um, over, yeah, yeah. Overall, I mean, he has well over 200 um, wins total regular season, yeah. uh, 20, I think 20th year of coaching. Yep. Yeah, he's he's done good. Um, he he's done really well. So uh, he was definitely one of my guys on my list, and I think he's well deserved. And I'll keep my my first one. And yes, he is the first one on any of list any list ever. Uh, and sorry, it's cheating, but the last twenty years, guy went six Super Bowls. Uh, kind of got to take him. Uh, Bill Belichick, uh, coach in New England. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We talked about this last week. A lot of people have talked about him versus Tom Brady. Well, Tom, Tom's got a big lead on him. He's got a Super Bowl. Not, not a fair comparison. Bill Belichick has, no. has two Super Bowls as an assistant coach as well. Don't forget about those. And just to be fair, he was, he's actually the Browns, the Browns coach still, in my opinion. 
I mean, how bad does that sting that he was the last coach to have a winning record in Cleveland and then they were gone? Like, that is the Browns. That is the epitome of the Cleveland Browns right there. Oh, gosh. I know. And it pretty quickly off years, but he is 100% the best coach of all time. There's no question asked. I mean, the list goes on and on, but he's number one. So my number two, um, I don't think you're going to like no. Hugh Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're going to like this one, um, but I see him as just an insanely good coach, John Harbaugh. Um, I think he's still pretty young, obviously, in that aspect, but uh, over 140 career wins already. Uh, over 61% winning percentage. And I look at what he's done with Baltimore since they've come back in and he's been there. They already have a Super Bowl win with Joe Flacco. Uh, He's been super consistent. He's basically had a winning record every year he's been there. Um, He's just been great. Also, fun fact, he went to Miami University of Ohio, Oxford. Go Redhawks. So pretty cool that he's from – or he went there. But I just see him as – an ultimate coach, an ultimate leader, the kind of guy you want to run your team. I mean, he turned Lamar Jackson into a superstar so fast. And I really don't think Lamar would have done that anywhere else. I think he's the kind of coach who he's, he's a player's coach, but he's also a team coach. You know, he's going to do what's best for the team. And I saw him as just such an incredible coach. And I hate to say that because he's in our division, but had to give him some love. And he was my number two. All right, you can you can fact check me if you want to, but I think think I looked this up right. I'm gonna go with the only other coach that's won more than one Super Bowl in the last twenty years. You know one Super Bowl in the last twenty years. Uh, more than more than one Super Bowl besides Bill Belichick in the last twenty years. Uh, Tom. Okay. Coffin. Yep, I was gonna say Mike Tomlin. I couldn't figure out if he won one or two, so I think you're right because I think I think Cowher won the first one. Yep. Cowher won the first mm-hmm. one with Ben, and Ben won a second yeah. one with Tomlin. Um, I like that. I like that. He was yeah. not on my so, list, and I like that a lot. Yeah. So you have the t- 2007, I think it was, 2007 New England Patriots, mm-hmm. uh, ni- 19 and 1. Uh, I mean, yes, it had a lot to do with the catch and using your helmet. Shout out to David Tyree. But you beat it. You, you beat the most dominant offensive team in NFL history. Like some of those records that Randy Moss has, Tom's just got broken a couple of years ago, and you go out and you basically dominate with yeah. Michael Strahan, and you could tell that defensive game plan was perfect. Oh yeah, I mean it was immaculate, and that's only mm-hmm. one game. So two Super Bowls yeah. in the last twenty years. Definitely, I agree with that one. I like that one a lot. Um, I think. He got kind of screwed over with the Giants in the long run, so I'm happy you have him on your list. So number three yeah. for me is sure. Tony Dungy, who – Yeah, sorry. Hey, I, I can't something just come, hope, It just uh, cut out. Can hope. you hear me now? Okay. So, um, yep. sorry guys. Um, so Tony Dungy, um, just a young, young coach who retired after a Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if it was the year after the Super Bowl, but, um, yeah, I remember his son two. passed away and then I think he ended up calling it quits, but he was 148 and 79 when he retired. Yeah. I mean, he could have kept going. Can you imagine him still going with Peyton back then? Oh, Easily, easily winning in more more Super Bowls. But a little fun fact about him, I did not realize this until I looked him up. He was the first African-American head coach to win a Super Bowl. Didn't know that. Um, so, yep. just, I mean, he, yep. he, to me, is another guy who goes out there and he coaches for his players. I mean, he's, he, he's you know, one of those public speakers. He's, he's just an amazing person, and he knows how to get the job done, and he can lead a team the way they need to be led, especially at the NFL level where it's just so difficult to have all these millionaires under you who you're trying to coach. So I just – a lot of respect for him, and I, I, I love having him on my list. Uh, I'll keep my next one kind of quick. Um, two t- two t- see if you can guess who it is. Two-time coach of the year, one-time Super Bowl champion, has retired – Twice, 
and he's won a Super Bowl as an assistant and as a head coach. Okay. Bruce Aaron. Okay, interesting. All right. Yeah. So so he was the offensive coordinator when Tomlin won his first one in Pittsburgh, and he retired from there, went to Indianapolis, and that was the year the Colts had their best year, unfortunately, when head coach Chuck Piano uh, had to go through cancer treatments, and he was the interim head coach or one coach of the year there. Went to Arizona, resurrected Carson Palmer, won another coach of the year, retired again, then he goes to Tampa, uh, he's been there two years mm-hmm. and has won a Super mm-hmm. Bowl with the mm-hmm. GOAT, Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with Bruce Arians. I mean he's he's been there. He's he's the kind of coach you want you want. And yeah, I agree with that. My last guy has a career winning percentage of six eighty eight. Actually, career postseason included six sixty seven. He's won Coach of the Year. And he's probably the best coach of all time. It's Coach Kevin Stefanski, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he won a playoff game for the Browns. Let's go. Listen, say what you want. I Just don't care. Real. He's my dude. He's in my top four right now because of what he's done for the city of Cleveland. Coach Stefanski, shout out. I'll see you on the podcast next week. I'm out. All right. Since we're, since we're at one hour and six minutes, because we had our first guest, little bit of technical difficulty uh my last one sean payton obviously you think of the saints you think 10 plus wins every year won a super bowl with drew Brees, and now he's gonna have to do it again with a new quarterback potentially russell wilson we'll see i like it so real quick to talk about next week i had a request max for the mount rushmore from 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 darren day and i really liked it we are going to cover our Mount Rushmore of worst garage. franchises in sports history. So Ooh, I like it. Yeah, Cleveland may make it But um, we will, Max and I will talk if we're going to do all time or we're going to do like last 10 years, 20 years. We like to keep it in more of our time frame um, since we're a little more, you know, in the know of that. But we'll talk about that and, and decide how to go with it. But uh, Max, anything you want to end with? Uh, nope. Good luck to the Waynesville Lady Spartans this Saturday. We'll be sure to tag my dad when we share the podcast, and I'll I'll go ahead and tag Coach York since he got mentioned a whole bunch. But good luck to the Lady Spartans this weekend. And you know what I think we should do next week since D Day picked the Mount Rushmore. I think he should call oh, in for the end of the podcast. I like it, D Day. You know what? I'm not going to tell him. We're going to have to make him listen. So. Um, make him listen to the whole podcast. But all right, guys, thanks for listening this week. We're excited for next week. We already got a lot of stuff planned. So please like, share, comment, and let us know what you think for the love. Rate yes. us on Apple Podcasts. If you hate us, just tell stars, us. If you like us, stuff. you like us. But just tell us. We want to hear some. We want to hear some good feedback or some bad feedback because we want to make this better. So real quick, Max told me a fun fact: most podcasts don't make it past two. We're on six, and we're not stopping. We don't care how many viewers we have. Uh, we're pretty pretty consistent on our <laughs> on our number of podcast listeners. Um, we've been, you know, we we've had the, basically the exact same amount um, every week. So we love that. We want to make it a little bigger. So guys, keep listening. Thanks a lot, and girls. Um, hope to talk to you guys soon.